Welcome to episode 84 of Yins Are Good, the podcast that shares and celebrates all of the good stuff that's going on out there and all of those good people who are making that good stuff happen. I am your host, Tressa Glover. I'm so glad you're here. How are you? I'm so happy to be sharing another episode with you. And I'm so happy to be sharing this news with you, an update regarding two of our featured guests in episodes past. We love them. Liz Mims from Dress for Success, Tiffany Huff Struthers from When She Thrives. All right. So what's happening? Well, Dress for Success and When She Thrives and a not yet guest on the show. Nope. Not proper grammar, but we're going to go with it. Uh, New Century Careers. So you may recall that I actually did, in one of my update episodes, I did let Yins know that they were awarded a grant to put together, to collaborate, Employ Her Pittsburgh. It's happening. So they are having an opportunity fair Monday, March 27th. So just uh, to give you a little bit of info here. So Employer Pittsburgh is designed to remove barriers like access to childcare and transportation through pop-up engagement events, bringing multiple nonprofit resources and prospective employers to the communities of women across Allegheny County. Each woman who attends the Opportunity Fair will be supported by a success partner to help them set and achieve their self-defined goals over a six-month period. I am so psyched. It will be, as I said, Monday, March 27th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. at the University of Pittsburgh Community Engagement Center. Food and child care will be provided at no cost. So you can go to employherpittsburgh.com or check out our show notes. That'll be there too. But to get more info, if you want to RSVP, but also going to that site to read so much more about this collaboration, about all that they are doing for women in our communities. It's so good. Hooray and congratulations. And also hooray for our upcoming featured guest. Okay. So now first, I do want to tell you that we actually recorded this interview a couple of weeks ago, and I could hear it in my voice that I was still under the weather. So I want to just, you know, share that with you. You might hear it a little bit. But we were so psyched to get to go to Mac Discount, to their warehouse. So if you're not familiar with who they are, I mean, you're about to be. But let's just say in addition to the work that you might already know them for or for what they do, they also, part of their mission, part of their motto is second chances and not just for products, but for people too. And you're going to hear more about that and also how they are helping charities every month in our area. And so we went down there and sat down with Kellen Campbell, the co-founder We had such a great time, such a great conversation, and actually got a tour of the facility as well. So that is coming your way. And Name That Neighborhood, also coming your way, featuring Don DiGiulio. He's back. We're going to see what happens there. 
And a reminder, of course, to please keep sharing your thoughts, your stories, acts of kindness that have changed your life, changed your day, which can go on to change your life, can it not? Uh, Things you've done for other people, people you're grateful for. Hey, anyone you think should be featured on the show, any of these things and more, please email us here, yinsaregood at gmail.com. And I think we're just going to get to it then, yes? Let's get to the good stuff. Where do you feel we should start talking? So, of course, I have all these questions, but to me, it's kind of like, what is it? What is Mac Discount and how to get started? Yeah, so um, the best way to explain us is we are an online retail liquidation auction. Um, and I think that encompasses everything. But yeah. essentially what we are is uh, we buy liquidation from retailers and then we auction everything off uh, on our website. So uh, we do daily auctions. Everything starts at a dollar. It's free to bid. There's no reserve price. And so whatever the item sells for is what it sells for. We don't ship anything, so you have to come pick up. But we try to you know, get our locations up strategically so that they're close to population centers. And yeah, it's not yeah. a bad, you know, bad travel into any of our locations to pick up. Yeah. And so when you were saying, so it's a, it's a true startup, mm-hmm. all of this. So how yeah. did it get started? How do you? Yeah. So, uh, I, it's myself and Sean Allen is my business partner. We work together at a company called Genco. This is probably, I don't know, 10 years ago, something like that. Okay. Um, at Genco, they had, they call this space reverse logistics, right? So the entire space of from the time someone purchases an item. So forward is the front end when you buy something on Amazon or whatever. Um, and then the reverse side is, well, once that item gets returned, what's the process that that item goes through before it gets you know, back to its proper disposition, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so Genco had really revolutionized that industry a long time ago, back in the, in the you know, early 90s, essentially. And so I had a friend of a friend type of situation um, that had recruited me and I went on, when I went there, I, I remember, like it was just it was like a warehouse and you know similar to this probably you know not not all that different and uh, i was like man this is crazy what is this all about you know yeah. and so i started there i i told them no like three times i was like ah oh, this is how, you know i don't know what this is i don't know nothing about it and they just kept coming back and finally they got me to, to come on and so at that time they were a, a liquidation wholesaler okay and so they had this whole process where they would go out and talk to these retailers about how they manage their returns right and that included you know warehousing and transportation and processing because some of this stuff like the vendors want it back or it needs to go to a recycling company or mm-hmm. you know there's a number of dispositions other than the liquidation piece but anyway there was this whole suite and program that we had and at that time they had just acquired all of amazon's business now this was amazon was much smaller but it was still a big account and uh, they had brought me on and another sales guy at the time to help sell this product and we sold it by the truckload all over the united states and in some cases all over the world and um, so I did that for, you know, we, we took that account and made it a really successful account for Genco. Um, I got promoted up to the business development side, and now my responsibility was to go out and talk to these retailers. So um, the advantage is I sold this stuff for a long time, mm-hmm. and then I was going out and essentially talking to the retailers about their entire liquidation process and what they were doing, and, um, and so made a bunch of great connections there. And that's right around that time is when Sean started working for Genco too. And so we had met and Sean had a past with auctions and he was very entrepreneurial and 
you know, we were always talking about like, hey, I sell this stuff literally all over the world, but there's no one here that does this. Like, it's just interesting, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we had kind of kicked around this idea. And, and then what happened was FedEx acquired Genco. And the liquidation piece was not, Genco had a bunch of different business units. And the liquidation piece just wasn't all that attractive to FedEx. They acquired the business for all the other divisions, essentially. And so, like, I was a business development guy, and they just didn't seem all that interested in growing that side of the business. And so, you know, they're going to come up with some other ideas as to what to do with this division. And so I said, okay, well, I'm a business development guy. Like, I can't just sit around and do nothing. So that's when we kind of created this. And so um, that was, like I said, 2017. Technically, we were incorporated on September 1st of 2017. We started looking in Washington for a warehouse, and we looked at a couple different ones. And finally, it was like a friend of a friend of my uncle <laughs> who had a place that wasn't even listed type of thing. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just a, it was an, a really, really old industrial warehouse where um, they were using it to store, like he had a batting cage in there, like an old <laughs> boat and cars. And like, they were just storing random stuff and it. it was like a storage yeah. locker, you know? Anyway, um, we went in there and like the ceilings had collapsed and there were like critters living in there. And I said, Sean, this is it. This is the place. And he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. And the price is right. And, you know, so we, that's where we started. And it was uh, on South College Street, right? Essentially between W&J's main campus and their football field right in Washington. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we went in. Me and Sean did all the demo and got it up and got it to a functional space. It still wasn't, uh, it wasn't the sexiest. It's still not the sexiest space. <laughs> um, but uh, we got it to a functional space and started. Um, and at that time, we had a storefront. And we had auctions. And so we okay. were only doing, I don't know, a couple auctions a week, maybe one. I think we started, I think we were in our first auction in March of 2018. Okay. I think we got our first truck in in like February of 18. Me and Sean did all the work, lauded it, you know, got it ready and then launched it. Yeah. And so we had the store. What the idea there was when we initially started, hey, we'll have all the high end stuff because we, you know, there's everything starts at a buck. So when we were starting, we we're like, yeah, we could lose a lot of money if we don't, you know. I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. always that paranoia of like, yeah. oh, man, this is like a thousand dollar couch. Like we can't just, you know, put it on auction and cross our fingers because we didn't have, I mean, we had no customers at the time. You know, we were still grown. <laughs> and uh, so the idea was we'll take all the expensive stuff, we'll put it in a store. And for the longest time, it was just like me using Facebook Marketplace and all these other, you know. Mm -hmm. places to sell stuff and so like I was answering at some point like a thousand Facebook messages a day or something it was crazy oh just because of all the stuff we had posted and, and then where, we had a can store I ask a quick question? yeah sure and so and where at that point like when you're starting where did you get the stuff I know you had made yeah so the said, advantage like, was that you... I had been in this business for yeah. such a long time the very first load we bought was a Kohl's uh, housewares load so we were selling like air fryers instant pots and all that stuff okay. uh, some furniture stools you know okay um, but that was the very first load we ever bought. Okay. And that was a Genco account that I was very familiar with. And so it just made sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, so we bought it from Genco, actually, at the time. And ah. uh, and that was, that was the first load that we bought. But yeah, the, okay. the advantage of me being in the business before was I knew where to find the product already. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. And then you said there was a store. Yep, there was a storefront. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there was a storefront in Washington. And we would be open. I think we were open at that time three days a week. I think we were open Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I think. So that's what we did for up until right around COVID. So then COVID happened. And at the time when COVID happened, we had, I want to say we had 15 employees at the time. Mm -hmm. And now we have, I mean, we're pushing a thousand or something. Yeah. So it's, it's been kind of wild, but COVID was really the game changer for us. So we had the store, obviously with COVID, 
we were shut down. So we sent an appeal to the state saying, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go exclusively auction. No one's going to be in the building. Um, you know, no one is, you know, no transactions on site, you know, no person to person contact. We're just going to do curbside removal. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we did. And, uh, ever since then we've been exclusively auctioned. And so that was kind of, you know, uh, what the game changer for us. And oh so COVID gosh. happened and then we went exclusively auction. And, uh, I think at that time I said we had 15 employees and I think we only had two locations at that time. And it was the location in Washington, which mm -hmm. was ugly. And we had a very, very, very small operation up in Butler. When I say small, it was like 2,000, 3,000 square feet. Okay. And, um, and then, yeah, it just, like I said, it just started to really take off and gain momentum. And we just, we kept putting up more and more locations and it kept doing better and better. And we just hope to keep that same momentum going and, oh you know, carry us through. Yeah. 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 So now we're at, I misspoke. I think I told you 16. I think we're technically, we have 14 locations up and running now. So like I said, three in South Carolina, four in Ohio, and seven in PA. The hope is by the end of the year to, I mean, double what we're at now. Mm -hmm. It's it's an aggressive goal, and uh, we think we can get there, but it's still it's still aggressive. So we'll see. But, oh gosh, I love it. And I and so because I want to kind of get into you know, as listeners are like, oh my gosh, where do I go? How does it work? Sure. But can we talk a little about you first? Absolutely. And your yeah. background. Yeah, yeah. So we started to before we were actually recording. But yeah. Of course, because we love to know. So. Where, like, where are you from? What's your... Yeah, so I grew up, uh, I went to West Allegheny High School. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up out in the airport area um, mm -hmm. and uh, was uh, an athlete. I come from an athletic family. Um, my dad played football at Edinburgh and both and... myself and my all my brothers played football. My, brother, my brothers played at Mercyhurst. I played football at Pitt. Um, yeah. Came from a very, very successful high school program at the time. Um, and was a I had a great experience in high school, and then even even through college, football had been very very good to me. But um, you're being a little modest, also. Yeah. You played in just because I know this from before, yeah. but you played in some big games. Yeah, yeah. So um, in high school, I was fortunate enough. We won three three Whippeal titles in four years, and I played in the state championship game two years, mm -hmm. and uh, was unfortunately didn't get to win a state title. But uh, we lost both years, and then uh, the following year they ended up winning uh, when I was a freshman in college. But um, you laid the groundwork. Yeah. Yeah. You were, you know, you made it all. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. I'll, I'll take credit for that. Sure, that sounds great. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I like to say that our teams were better. They just didn't have the right, you know, we, we had a rougher path or something, but that yes. sounds like an excuse. <laughs> I'll go that with you. No, no, no. I'll go along with that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, and then uh, I walked on a pit and I just was looking for an opportunity. Not unsimilar to what we did here. Um, so I went there initially as a safety and then went to linebacker and then fullback and um, I ended up starting the last two years there. Uh, I got to play in the Fiesta Bowl in my junior year. We won the Big East, and I played in the Fiesta Bowl. Um, nice. And then uh, my senior year, actually, about six or eight games in, I got I got I had a pretty serious injury to my left foot, and that was mm. kind of the end of my career. But uh, but wouldn't trade that experience for anything. Yeah, it was awesome. Okay. And now, and I know, okay, you just had. Ten days ago, you said? Uh, the 18th. So what is that? 11? Oh 10? gosh. Yeah. The newest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The newest baby. So little, little baby boy. So I have a, yeah, I have a, a four-year-old boy. A Well, she'll be two years. Well, she was born on St. Patrick's Day, which is awesome because my is, family is. I, okay, yeah. I was going to say, and I said this. Listeners, Don's here with us as well. So you can say hi, Don. <laughs> hi, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I saw it, when your name was Kellen Campbell, and I was like, oh, I wonder, yeah, perhaps, yeah. is he Irish at all? For sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. And? Sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Born yeah. on St. Patrick's yep. Day. Yep. Yeah. Our little girl. She Look at her. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it was Good awesome. timing. Yeah. Well perfect done. timing. I was hoping this, <clears throat> the newest one, would, was going to be born on Valentine's Day. I was like, oh, that would be perfect. And we'd have, you know, yeah. St. Patrick's Day and Valentine's Day. But we missed it by a couple of days. So, uh, so, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And do you, what neighborhood do you live in now-ish? Are you? So I, <clears throat> um, for the last uh, 10 years, 15 years or so, I was living on Mount Washington. Yeah. And um, we had a small little place down there. It was perfect for just me and my wife. Mm-hmm. And um, we enjoyed living there. And uh, as of June of this past year, we moved, I moved back out. So my parents, I live close to my parents and my brother lives out there. And it's really nice, particularly now when you have so many kids running around to have, uh, have my parents so close. So, <laughs> yes. um, yeah. And so I have a, a very close with all of my family and uh, it took my wife a little bit of, uh, you know, nudging, I, I guess I should say, cause she's <laughs> from the other side of town. She's from North for sales. So we moved a little further from her parents, but it's worked out and, you know, we've, we've got it set up where, uh, you know, her parents can come and stay and I enjoy her parents just as much as I enjoy mine. So they're welcome to stay anytime they want. Ah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Talking about your parents, let's hear about those K's. Oh yeah. So I, yeah, there you go. go. Right. Um, yeah. So (laughs) I have, because we were talking about my most recent son being having a K name. Yeah. But, um, uh, so I come from a family of three boys. I'm the middle of three. Um, I'm Kellen, obviously. And then my older brother's Kevin and my younger brother's Kirk. And then we even had dogs with K names. We had (laughs) Colby, Casey, and, uh, Crystal with our dogs growing up. And then when we had our first kid, we really liked the name K. It's not because we wanted a K name or anything like that, but, um, we weren't married to having a K name, but we really liked the, we really liked the name Case. And, uh, and so we named him Kate. I tried to go for Kellen. I tried for a long time to name him after me, but my wife was not having that. Um, so that's his middle name. We, we settled for the middle name, but, um, okay. yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, when my daughter was born, we were like the name Tyler. And at that point it's like, okay, two K's now. And then when my wife got pregnant again, I was like, we're, we're pretty much married to a K name. So we built a list of K names and his name is Kelso. So, um, and so now we have all K's. So, oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. Did your parents ever say like, as far as for, with the three of you, I'm also the middle of three, by the way, okay. girls. All right. So the other side, I get you <laughs> connection here. Um, but did your parents ever mention like where that came from that they, no, you know, okay. my dad's name is Kevin. Um, and my brother is a junior. But I don't know. They came up. My name is actually from. I was named after Kellen Winslow. I don't know if that rings a bell mm. with anybody, but he was a tight end in the '80s. Um, he actually had a son that was around my age too that played, and I actually played against him when he was in Miami. But anyway, um, his dad That's was funny. was an All-Pro tight end for the Chargers uh, back in the early '80s, and um, in '81 he had this like unbelievable playoff game where like he suffered exhaustion and ended up blocking a kick, and they won. So, but. My dad really liked the name. He didn't think my mom was going to go for it, but my mom went for it, and that's how I was named. So, ah, so oh, what named a great after, story. Yeah, I was named after Kellen Winslow. Yeah, yeah. And then you ended up playing. I mean, that's... Yeah, 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 for sure. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, okay, so then I have to ask, do you... Okay, St. Patrick's Day. Now, granted, you have small children mm-hmm. now, but do you have any plans? Do you, does your family tend to do stuff? Or? So, yeah, it used to be a big ordeal in my yeah. family. We used yeah. to go down and for a number of years we were actually in the parade like i remember one of my fondest memories was the blizzard we were talking about snow and how mild the winter's been this year yeah but one of my fondest memories is being down there when the blizzard happened because they still had the parade i was like they would there's no chance they would have a parade now under (laughs) you know what i mean like blizzard conditions or whatever so 
so yeah, so we were in the parade uh, when we were kids, and uh, we still go down. You were in the parade. To. Yeah, yeah, major. we were in the parade. We got to throw candy and all that oh, stuff. It was a lot of fun. Yep, yep, I yep. love it. We, my, we go to Harp and Fiddle. So since I've yep. been back in Pittsburgh, yeah, yeah. my dad and I, and then we kind of, whomever is available on the actual day. Yeah, yeah. No matter what day it is. Because yep. they have all the bands. Yes, yes. And we actually are friends I've been with. there. Yep, yep. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Great. best. Yeah. All ages. I yep. mean, that's, it's just, yeah, it was, it's, it's a great, yeah. it was my favorite holiday for a number of years. It probably still is. I just yeah. don't celebrate it like I used to, yeah. you know, so it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I know <laughs> age catches up to us all, you know, right. And responsibilities and all that uh, stuff, which that is good. You know? thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's so cool. So let's, so, all right. So yes, back to if listeners are thinking, okay, what do I, how does, how does this work as far as their members, right? Do you, you, see, you need to be yes. a member? Like, no, nope. you don't need to be a member. Oh, you don't need to nope. be a member. Nope, you just right. need to go online, um, and you can do that either through our app. So if you search Mac Discount, either through the App Store or through, um, what is it, Google Market, what, what do they call that? Anyway, whatever it is, uh, either the Apple App Store or the Google Market or whatever they call it, you can download the app and you can do that. The functionality in the app does seem to be a little bit smoother. Um, or you don't have to do that, but you can go just to our website, which is just Mac, M-A-C dot B-I-D. So bid like you do in an auction. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just Mac, M-A-C dot B-I-D. Um, and you can see all the items that are up for auction. It changes daily. Um, at any point in time, I think we have 60,000 items listed. Cool. And so half of those will end, and then a new half will be replenished every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people always ask, well, do you get this in or do you get that in? And I tell them, yes, if you wait long enough, we will absolutely get whatever you're looking for in. It's just a matter of, <laughs> of timing. But um, yeah, you don't have to, we have, we offer a membership, which gives you some benefits like, um, you know, earlier pickup times and a return policy and some other things that are advantageous. Okay. Um, but you don't have to be a member to bid. You can just register with an account and start bidding. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Easy said. And like we were it. saying, we were walking through the warehouse. I mean, it is, and you're walking through the process it's easy mm-hmm. everything seems really easy to find like i was saying there are pe- there are employees yeah yeah everywhere and speaking of we emphasize second chances yeah yeah and obviously with product i mean mm-hmm. literally right yeah, the yeah. business of but with with your the people who you work with too or so what do you do could you expand yes. on that too sure sure so yeah. um you know we're very much a, a business of second chances on on several levels obviously the most the most obvious glaring one is product right we're giving mm-hmm. product a second chance for uh for consumers yeah um because their returns are items that didn't sell or you know any number of things that you know aren't end up in a landfill and they're end up with consumers that are actually going to use the product uh, the other side of that is our warehouse spaces in a lot of cases so um, we've been in a lot of uh, very old industrial space that needed repurposed. And then the other side of our business, because we, we, really, we really do hover around the, you know, we can fit in an industrial space, but we can also fit in a retail space because of just the nature of our business, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so we're part warehousing, part retail. It's, you know, our foot traffic that we drive, like any of the retailers that, you know, or, or retail locations that we're in. They absolutely love us because we drive thousands of people every day to that location. Mm-hmm. So the foot traffic we drive is awesome, especially for retail. You know, we've kind of brought life back to uh, to these you know locations that yeah. have been you know vacant and pretty much dead for you know a number of years. And mm-hmm. um, and then the third element to what we do uh, in terms of second chances is we work very closely and have since we kind of started was with the city mission in Washington. Um, so we have a lot of people that have made some really bad decisions in their life, mostly, you know, drug issues and, you know, addiction issues. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
and so we've brought them on and um, we've got some really, really, really great stories with some employees that have made some just awful decisions early in their life, mm -hmm. want to get their stuff together. We give them an opportunity. A lot of them start as hourly employees. We've got a lot of really, really great success stories. There's two here that, um, you know, are great stories that, you know, our GM and our assistant GM here, our district manager for the Pittsburgh location. I tell him his story is just unbelievable. He started with us as an hourly employee when, like when we had like 10 employees. So mm -hmm. he was like number 10 or something like that, you know? Yeah. And, um, he was having trouble getting to work and I really liked him. Like I, you know, cause I tell people all the time, like, look, whether you make it or don't make it here, it has nothing to do with whether I like you personally. Cause there's a lot of people that I like personally that, you know, it's like, if you can't make it to work or you can't get the job done, then it's just, you know, like this is a business and that's, you know, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. um, and he had issues getting to work on time. And um, I just told him like, dude, you have to get to work. Like you have to wake up and get here. And, uh, and so he, he kind of struggled to get to work on time. And then ultimately he said, yeah, I'm going to go do another job. So he went and did another job for like the summer. So he left in like March and then he came back after the summer was over and he said, Hey, you know, I want to come back and work for Mac. And I said, I have no problem hiring you that. I like you. So we brought him back and, um, I don't know what he did. He was a totally different person. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so he came back as an hourly, hourly employee a few months later and, has worked his way up and done just about every job here and now he's uh he's really high up he's one of our i mean he's just below me essentially he's he's our district manager for mm. for pennsylvania but or for the pittsburgh region and uh he does an amazing job has a great understanding of the business and um you know so we've got and he's not the only one like that we've got a lot of really really great stories just like that where guys you know something clicks mm -hmm. and they just decide that they're going to get their stuff together and start making better decisions and and that's we're glad to be a part of it uh, you know i wouldn't I, it would be arrogant or, or ignorant for me to take credit for something like that we're a part of it but those guys it's impressive to see what they you know because it's inspiring mm -hmm. to tell you know you yeah. can no matter where you're at you start <laughs> making good decisions and you can get your stuff together and all of a sudden you know good things start to happen you know and yeah that's right just continually compounding making good decisions and you never know where you can take it you know yeah so but yeah we've got a lot of really really great stories like that but yeah and i think and the fact that second chances are i mean what but it's well it's in the name literally but what it does for people and yeah, people know yeah. this is a place and, that you know sometimes it's just an, an opportunity and like i'm a firm believer in work in general because it gives you something to do it gives you purpose and mm -hmm. you know and if you have the right perspective on it like i get it like yeah there's some jobs out there that and even within this company that aren't the greatest you know what mm -hmm. i mean like some mm -hmm. it's like oh this sucks and i tell all my guys you know like if a truck rolls in and the truck's loaded all funky and you know there's a lot of effort to get it unloaded like i get it that's not a fun job like i get it <laughs> and I've done it by myself sometimes, you know, so yeah. there isn't a job at the company that I haven't done and I understand your pain, but understand that this is, it needs to be done. And so it gives you, like I said, a, a purpose and a meaning and, and, you know, and that's, if you just bring the right perspective and, you know, understand that, you know, make good decisions and there's more to it than, than just, you know, coming in and collecting a check and, you know, there's, there's some, something behind it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Finding that. And it's obviously different for everybody, but it's the mindset that's awesome. Yeah. And also helping people. Do you, so you have a, is it a monthly charity auction? Yep. So each one of our Tell districts. Tell us about this. I love Each this. one of our districts uh, every month does a charity auction. So we have, the way we break it out now is there's three and a half districts. So technically right now, all of our Pennsylvania locations are pretty much connected. 
we're going to try and figure that out once we get a couple more locations open. But anyway, um, each district does an auction, a charity auction. So right now it's Pennsylvania, Ohio, and South Carolina, essentially. We have a committee essentially that, uh, you know, reviews all the different charities that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, are interested in us doing a charity auction. And, um, and so what we do is we essentially provide the product. Um, you do the promotion and then the proceeds for that particular auction, we cut a check essentially to that particular charity based on the proceeds. And so the way we look at it is obviously we're helping charities out and that, you know, that's what we want to do. And we yeah. want to be, you know, be a big part of that because it helps our local community too. So, because we, we've done it for, you know, youth teams and people that uh, are taking care of, you know, pet shelters and, uh, you know, any number of charities. We've done a bunch, you know, local yeah. local fire departments and things of that nature. And we want to be involved as we possibly can in, in, in the local side of it. We even throw some things in there like um, if they want us to auction anything, like, you know, if they have T-shirts or, you know, whatever oh, the case right. may be, we'll, we'll obviously put those in the auction too. Yeah, yeah. It then spreads an awareness. So for all the, the folks who are on, like, oh, this charity. Right. Maybe I've never heard of this charity. Or, you know, never mind, you know, local fire department. You know, I should... Donate something to my local yeah, fire yeah, department yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. It just gets people thinking, and it, and whatever that does, I can't, you know, that's a sure, that domino a effect that, yeah, of that, you, just, you know? You just don't even know what's out there a lot of times, you know? Like yeah, it, exactly. There's some really cool uh, cool causes that, you know, people bring to us. It's like, oh, I didn't, that's a really, you know, really cool idea. And, oh, my gosh. You know, this show, this show, every, it's like how many episodes, and I, it, it's doing the show that I learned there are more nonprofits in Allegheny County than any county in the country. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, I know. And the wow. more I do the show, I'm like, well, yes, clearly. You know, and I don't even only speak with nonprofits, obviously. But it's a, it's incredible. So I think that element of it, too, like, oh, my gosh, just awareness and, yeah, and that yeah. sense of. So here, you know, the, 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 clearly not something that Mac Discount has to do. You don't have to do a charity auction, right? Mm -hmm. But you do. Yeah, yeah. To help people. And then just by virtue of that, it just gets people, you know, thinking about, well, yeah, okay, could I do a little something? What could I do in my, you know? Sure, it's just you sure. never, you, you can't, you know, you aren't really able to measure the effects that that can have. No doubt. And how people yeah. can help their communities. Yeah, it's it's good. And like <clears> I said, we've done a lot of good with a lot of, a lot of like, like I said, there's a lot of charities that I had no idea even existed, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. 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 Is there something that you love most about what you do? Um. There's a lot. Yeah, there's, there's a lot that I really enjoy about what we do. Um, I mean, the, the I enjoy being like, like we were talking about with second chances with people. Like, yeah. I think those stories are just really, really cool. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're inspiring stories because, again, it gets down to like, no matter where you're at and how many bad decisions you've made there's always a turning point for you to start making good decisions. And if you do that, you know, like I said, that's, it's, it's, it's inspiring stuff. Um, so that's, that's one aspect of it. Um, you know, obviously we get to see all kinds of cool product coming in. That's always <laughs> interesting, you know, cause there's always yes. stuff. Well, you can see, I have some items that I've actually won that I don't really need, but, um, <laughs> but it's they're always, cool. It, yeah, the one right, that we saw. Right. Oh my gosh. And for Thank the longest you. time, like I was down in the warehouse processing, you know, and it would be, you know, I'd get to see all the product that comes in. And even now, like I have buddies that'll be like, hey, do you have this? Or do you have that? And I'm like, you have to check the auction, man. Like, I don't really work in the warehouse much anymore. Um, but I, I like going on the auction and seeing all this cool stuff that um, that we have, you know. And it yeah. changes, like I said, it changes daily. It's it's always changing. And so there'll be something on there. I'm like, oh, man, we have that? Like, I don't really need that. 
But for the right price, right there, yeah, exactly. for the right price, I'd, I'd, I'd like to have that. I was going to so, say, for the yeah. price that you're going to get it, I mean, that's, that's what... That's right. That's right. Yeah. Ah. So it's, it's just, you know, that's, that's another aspect of it. And, you know, the fact that we've been successful obviously makes everything a lot, a lot easier, right? And it's cool that, you know, <laughs> yeah. I have friends that are like, oh, I saw, I, I heard your ad on TV or, you know, I saw it on the radio or whatever. That, that stuff's always pretty cool too, but that's just oh, yeah. the consequence of success. So, um, so yeah. A lot yeah. of hard work. For sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I, I'm fortunate enough that, uh, I actually enjoy working really hard, you know, like sometimes my wife has to tell me like, Hey, pull back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's always just kind of come naturally to me. For, so, so I'm fortunate in that regard, you know? Yeah, so, I do. But, uh, but yeah, no, we've been extremely fortunate in, in, in the fact that we've experienced the success that we've experienced for sure. I wouldn't, uh, uh, I wouldn't undersell that for anything. You know, yeah. it's been, we've been very, very fortunate. And thank you for helping, like we're talking about too, in addition to that, but choosing to, with this, with your company, try to help people in the community yeah, yeah. as much as you can. I mean, that's... For sure. That's awesome. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Is there, okay, so as a little like final here, so for listeners, they're going to go to, where do they go? Why don't so, I ask you instead of me saying? Yeah, no. So it's either, <laughs> the website is just mac.bid, so M-A-C.B-I-D, bid like you do at an auction, or if they search Mac discount on the app store or the... Is Google Play Store? That's what it is. I couldn't think of it earlier. There it is, Google Play. The Google Play Store or the App Store. Um, So we have an app for both Android and iPhone. And uh, it'll be, you know, you'll see our nice little tag logo on there for Mm -hmm. Mac Discount. And you can download that and uh, you're off and running. Yes. Kellen, thank you so much. Thank you. This is so fun. And this warehouse, I'm telling you listeners, it is. It's so, you know, as I was saying, easy. It's Everything is well marked. Everyone seems really friendly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. That's the goal, right? Yes. Make it easy for people to find their stuff, and if they can't, help them out. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Thank you to... for your time. I mean, this is no. Th- this was great. I was, I was, I was glad. I'm glad to to be a part of it for sure. For yeah. sure, I appreciate it. Thank you. Hello there, Don. Hi there, Tressa. Welcome. To name that neighborhood. Well, thank you. <laughs> We're happy to have you here. Well, I'm happy to be back here. Mm, thank you so it's much. It's like we, we do this once a week or something. It feels like that. Mm-hmm. It feels like that. Has it been a week already? Mm, mm. I believe it has. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to get right into it. Yeah. Uh, and your neighborhoods of choice. Yes. North Versailles. Mm-hmm. Mm. The French would call it North Versailles. Yes, they would. Mm-hmm. Yes, they would. Or Robinson. Robinson. No, okay. both are townships. Yes. Incidentally. Sure. Okay, listeners, if you hear a little <laughs> Hazel, you know when we're not on location at Orbis, for example, uh, Hazel is usually accompanying us for this, and she is wildly shaking her toys, mm-hmm. picking up different toys. It's the toy uh, parade. It is. So if you if you hear, that's what's happening at mm-hmm. our feet. Um, yeah. So both townships. Okay. Uh, and from this districts is, to townships. Oh, that's right. And mm-hmm. this is the first time for North Versailles. I'm excited. Oh boy. I am. Robinson's been a couple times. Okay. I believe, at least once, but I think more than once. Sure. You would know. I well, in theory. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you're gonna be so happy. How happy am I going to be? 
three statements of fact happy. Way. It's true. Awesome. Yeah. So let's get right into it, shall we? Sure. Number one. This neighborhood is broken into seven wards, which include smaller neighborhoods such as Park Terrace, Crestus Terrace, and West Wilmerding. <laughs> well, that's just fun to say. It's just fun to say. You can say it if you want. Um, North Versailles. Yeah, so now the there the four other wards are. Sure. Are not as fun as Wilmerding. Well, guess what? There's a South Wilmerding. Oh my goodness. And here's the funny thing hmm. about the Wilmerdings. Yep, that just came to me right now. Hmm. So there's West Wilmerding, mm -hmm. South Wilmerding, mm -hmm. and that's it. Why is there not a north and an east? This is my question as well. Mm. That's all we got. Are they Wilmerdongs? Could be, mm -hmm. they could be. I'm gonna Google that. So, sure. as I said, yes, Arlington, and then there's Sunset and South Wilmerding are in one word. Mm -hmm. Then Green Valley and Fight Station, and then Dixon Fight, Hollow. Fight Station. Mm-hmm. But F I T E. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. Not like we're you go to fight. Correct. Correct. Like the first rule about Fight Station is you don't talk about Fight Station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> second I think rule that... about Fight Station. <laughs> and then we have Dixon Hollow and Oak Hill combined for another ward. So yeah. there you go. Those are the seven wards. Hmm. And again, listeners, if you have an idea, where are North and East Wilmerding? Where in the world? Where are they? Yeah. Or the, the eighth ward, Bert. Wow. That was good. Yeah. That was good. I'm going to give you that. Yeah. Does anybody know who that is? Oh, I do. Who is it, Tressa? Batman. Um, Robin. <laughs> From of the, Batman and Robin, the TV show. Yes, with Adam West. With Adam West. Mm -hmm. Well done. Like West Wilmer Ding. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Tressa gets one right. Thank you. Let's go on to number two. That was my version of Name That Robin for today. <laughs> number two. Mm -hmm. In 1899... The Stupidville Turnpike and Clinton Grade Road crossed this neighborhood from east to west. The Pittsburgh and Lake Erie Railroad crossed its northern border with stations at Gibson and Moon Run. We're going to go with Robinson Township. You would be correct, sir. Mm -hmm. It is Robinson. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I actually found this. It was this, what I'm about to read was transcribed from History of Allegheny County, Pennsylvania, Volume 2. A. Ooh, Warner and Company. Yes, yes. I mean, I, I couldn't find Volume 1. A. Warner and Company Publishers, Chicago, Illinois, 1899. Mm. So, uh, so, and it's interesting because you hear it a little bit in, in the language. You know that it's from 1899, or at least that's when it was published. So, all of that is true. So, they had written at that time, right, Sure. <clears throat> That's what was happening. So also, the area adjacent to the, again, this is in present tense from the writing. 
The area adjacent to Chartiers Creek is traversed by the Pittsburgh, Chartiers, and Yakagani Railroad. The Montour Railroad passes through the valley of Montour Run. Yes, John. Nothing. That's not in there. I just, you wanted to say something. No, I was going to say Yakagani. <laughs> I was just going to repeat it because it's fun to say. No need to stop for that, though. Well, I heard you inhale, <clears throat> and I thought he was going to say something. Uh -huh. Very profound. Uh, no, absolutely. Can I say it again? No. Okay. That would, that would be silly. That would be silly. Okay. <laughs> Continuing to quote, several newspapers have been published at various times, the latest journalistic effort being the independent George W. Haley editor, of which the first number was issued July 31st, 1887. The borough school building reflects an intelligent interest in educational matters. More than $10,000 were expended in sustaining the schools in 1886. Among the secret and benevolent fraternities represented are the Masons, Oddfellows, Knights of Pythias, Sons of St. George, Sovereigns of Industry, Junior Order United American Mechanics, Knights of Labor, Amalgamated Association of Iron and Steelworkers, and Knights of the Mystic Chain. Ooh. That sounds like a video game title. It's some, I'm Knights fascinated of the by something. Chain. Yes, like I, I have not, but I, you know, I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole and research that. Yes. Because what, what were you? You're gonna they? go down a Mystic Chain hole. <laughs> yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you for that correction. Yeah. So yes, that's that's some of what was going on there, late 1880s into the 1890s. Hmm. Uh huh. Well, uh -huh. there you go. And how it was uh, captured. Captured. Pen to paper. Yes. Well, I have a statement of fact number two on name that Robin, son. This is for you, Tressa. Oh. You ready? I, yes. This Robin <laughs> is currently starring on NCIS Los Angeles as G, opposite LL Cool J, and was featured with Val Kilmer in the third film in the franchise, Batman Forever. Chris O'Donnell. Ding, 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 ding. He also went on to uh, star in uh, Batman and Robin opposite George Clooney. So yes. new Batman, same Robin, son. Well done. I think that was the original title of the movie. Mm -hmm. Batman and Robin, son. Well, no, but also the- Township. New, new Batman, same Robin. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the. <laughs> I'm so glad I got it right. I, me too. Oh my goodness. Yeah, finally the tables have turned. I, they're turning rapidly. Uh -huh. Well, I hate to bring it to to an end here, but we're on the third. That's okay. But we've had more than three, really. Yeah. <clears throat> the historic. George Westinghouse Memorial Bridge, one of the longest concrete arch bridges in the United States, is located in this neighborhood and is perhaps the most well-known bridge in Allegheny County that doesn't cross the Allegheny, Monongahela, or Ohio rivers. North Versailles. OMG, it's a perfect score. Well done. Mm. You know what else? Here comes Mr. George Westinghouse again. Does Two he? episodes in a row. 
He's been Whose mentioned. Whose house? Westing's. House. So, yeah. So the bridge, though it doesn't cross any of our big three rivers, it does cross Turtle Creek. But when it was completed in 1932, it was the longest concrete arch bridge in the world. Excluding railroad bridges, though, because there was a railroad bridge that was a little longer, apparently. But anywho, in the world. So this bridge is 1,524 feet long. Its central span is 460 feet long, much longer than any other in the Pittsburgh area. And you know, we have 445 bridges in the Pittsburgh area. You know that. I do. Mm. As far as the height of the bridge, it's about 200 feet above the valley floor. Mm-hmm. So it really is quite impressive when you see it because it's pretty high up there. Ah, uh, what else could I? I mean, I'm impressed with it. I don't know. I didn't. I was it's, waiting. It's impressive. There, yeah, it's very impressive. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and this bridge was not designed by an outside consulting engineer, which is usually what happened. Instead, it was designed by Allegheny County engineer Vernon Covell with the assistance of George Richardson, constructed by Booth and Flynn Company. But wait, there's, there's more. more. This bridge also includes huge decorative pylons that depict area history through a series of sculptures. Hmm. There are four descriptive sculptures, and they each have text written underneath them. And you know I'm going to share them. So, we have one sculpture. It says steel. Here in the Turtle Creek Valley, the steel industry struggled through its infancy, and here it has become fundamental to modern civilization. Then there's a sculpture for electricity. Wherever electricity has flowed, man's existence has been enriched and industry has grown. Then there's one for Turtle Creek Valley. At the entrance to this historic valley, the British forces under General Braddock were defeated by the French and Indians from Fort Duquesne, 1755. And then one more that says, George Westinghouse. In boldness of conception, in greatness and in usefulness to mankind, This bridge typifies the character and career of George Westinghouse, 1846 to 1914, in whose honor it was dedicated on September 10th, 1932. Hmm. Isn't that awesome? That's awesome. On a bridge. And then um, also, there are sculptures that show the Allegheny County coat of arms. Wow. That's one heck of a bridge. That's a lot of bridge. I've never seen it. Have you? I don't think I've ever. Not that I recall. I think we have to go to there. Yeah? Yeah. We need to cross the bridge. Get some photos. Yeah. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Number three. This actor. <laughs> oh no, I was like, we just did number three. Okay. Featured in oh, no. The Dark Knight Rises, uh, which was filmed in Pittsburgh. Correct. Was also a child actor on the John Lithgow led sitcom Third Rock from the Sun. Was hinted at at the end of Dark Knight Rises that he would go on to portray. Robin in the Christopher Nolan Batman universe. I know. I can see his face. What's his name? There are three of them. Three names? Yes. 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 <coughs> Excuse me. In honor of name that Robin, son, number three. I know. I'm trying. His name isn't Robin. Is not. <laughs> oh my gosh, reality. I can't think of it. Oh, oh no, I'm very sad. I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> Mr. Joseph Gordon Levitt. There it is. Wait. There's 
there's no Robin in his name. No. Oh, he's playing Robin. <laughs> Sorry, I had it mixed up. <clears throat> mm. Sorry about that, everyone. I it's seem okay. to have. Okay. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> it was merely because he's going to play Robin. Well, it was that is his name, at. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Of course it is. It was hinted at at the end of the movie, it if you recall. Was... Spoiler alert, everyone. He's a good actor. He's a real good actor. He's real good. Oh, I am so sorry that I forgot your name. Again. And again. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. That's uh, just added a little Joseph Gordon-Levity to the proceedings. Oh, take it over, Don. You bring this to a close. And that's going to wrap it up for this episode. <laughs> Actually, it is. Let's go right into it. Let's go into the wrap-up. So, Don, you, a perfect score. Mm-hmm. I, not so much. Yeah. Did I actually technically have three, so I'm like two for three, or am I one for two? You were two for three. Yeah, two for three. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Yeah. And... Because we didn't know the game was happening until it happened. I yeah. Yeah. And that was and, on the fly. Hello, McFly. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this episode eighty four, and a huge thank you again to Kellen Campbell, Don, whom you met. Mm-hmm. And you were just asking those. You were asking the, the hard hitting questions. questions. You were. You mm-hmm. were. What's up um, with all those K names? <laughs> it's an important I mean it, the people mm-hmm. want to know people do want to know um, but how, we did have know. a great time and we that did. tour I mean that, that place is huge and, mm-hmm. and it's really awesome so listeners you know make sure you head to the show notes where all of their info is there also the info for Employ Her Pittsburgh is in the show notes as well and again thank you all for being here thank you for listening uh, if this is your first time listening welcome and I do hope you stick around to listen to some more episodes. And everyone, hey, if you've missed one, go back. There's 84 of them now. And there's even a couple of our live shows that if you haven't seen, watched them on the Facebook, uh, please do that as well. And if you do want to email us here with any of your stories, yinsaregood at gmail.com. Thank you, Don. Well, thank you, Tressa. We'll just give a shout out to our Name That Neighborhood guest, Don DiGiulio, and for our lovely Yinzer Good artwork, the incomparable Mike Rubino. Well, they're going to hear it twice now. Oh, it's boy. it's okay. I love it. I thank love it. Thank you all for listening. I love it. Be safe. Ah! Oh. Be kind. Be good. Special thanks to Zoe Angelucci, Don DiGiulio, and as always, for our fabulous artwork, Mike Rubino.